Rebbe is putting in the a little bit. Lagoimers this week. Veilus, Timur Bekiva, and Nifter. Veilus ends. Bekiva lost. Yudbeis, Elif, Zugas, and Talmidim. One of the questions why we make a unique Veilus for Timur Bekiva. Normally, we demand that we take all of the Torahs of Kliasil and we are misaveling them is during the three weeks. Why is this a unique, why is this its own distinct separate Avelis? Some shad is because it was being misaveled not on the Talmudim but on the Torah. We're talking about Talmudim of Rebekiva. Obviously, there was Talmudim of Rebekiva, they weren't Kalakanya, they were tremendous able to hear a shear from the Rekiva I want to mention uh, spoke about the, the, the entrance beginning to the Vilna Goyim's cloys so obviously if you came to the Vilna Goyim to learn by him you had to be of a madrega that's worthwhile to come you know you said the shear, you don't know what talking about so what are you there for these are Rekiva's Talmud and we're talking about G'dayla Elam V'haya Elam Shomim the Pashat the loss of Torah if we could say the words, imagine that this hadn't happened. And these 24,000 Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva had remained in this world. And those Talmidim had Talmidim. And the Talmidim of the Talmidim will have Talmidim. The Golos Mashiach would have come. The Golos would look different if the Mashiach doesn't come. Maybe there never would have been a reform. Who knows what would have been? The world would have been different. So much Torah was lost. Twenty-four thousand Talmidim of Gedolei Olam, twenty-four Moshe Feinstein's, twenty-four thousand Moshe Feinstein's left the world. Twenty-four thousand Stiplers left the world. We don't know what those words mean. It's, not a, it's an availus for the loss of the Torah. But I. I want to think about Rabbi Kiva for a sec. Rabbi Kiva's life work. He built a yeshiva. He started with some Talmidim, more Talmidim. His 24 years of Torah left his wife, family behind. He put himself into building, building Torah like this. And it's a kuf of 30 days. It's gone. He's watching over a thousand of his Talmidim die every single day. There's a thousand Levayas. There's a thousand Hespedim. It's, it's Talmidim. Each Talmud is like a child. The, 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 the pain, the Tsar, the, the Yogan, the Anacha, And I imagine after a few days he saw where this was going. It wasn't stopping. It wasn't abating. The worry about the future, what's going to be, it's going to destroy a person. It's going to rip him apart. He throws his hands up in despair. He says, I'm done. Finds some little small shul somewhere hidden in 
somewhere in, in, in some little city in the, in, the, in the north, puts his head down and he's, you know, he cries, learns a little Gemara, get right there, I don't know. No, he doesn't do that. He goes to Mayor, Yehuda, Belazar, Shimon. He taught them Torah. Now these weren't his Talmudim. They the more first them as their mayor. They were already they were Rabbi Shimon Shabbatonim. They already accomplished the and he teaches them his Torah. If Rikiva decided that you know I've done mine, on, we would we would get it. We relate to that. He didn't do that. He goes and he teaches these these people which weren't his Talmudim. He didn't build them from scratch. He didn't develop them. They had their own mahalach. The mayor has his mahalach. And has his mahalach. And that's Torah. Gemara Megillah, the face. Stamas Nisan is her mayor. Stam Safra is her Yehuda, Rashi says. Stam Tzapta is her Mechemya. Rukulin seems to all leave it there, Bekiva. Rishimin says that all of his Torah is Trumus, Trumus, he has the best part of Rikiba's Torah. All of the Kabbalah we have is Rikiba's Torah. It's not Rishimin's Torah. It's the Trumus, Trumus of Rikiba's Torah, but it's Rikiba's Torah. So our Kabbalah, our Mishnah, our, our Safra, Kulun Sisadli Vidur Bekiva. Can we explain a little bit, like, what lesson does Rebekiva have for us? Rebekiva is also an extraordinary person. Says, Morris says, he says, until I was, before he was 40 years old, he says, I would said about the Tamachachim, give me Tamachachim, Veshchen, Kechamor, Morris says. Kechamor, why Kechamor? Because the Chamor, when it bites, it breaks the bone. And then he sees, he walks by, his, by a rock and he sees there's a hole in the rock. He says, well, Who made the hole in the rock? They tell him, Zakiba, you didn't know. The water wears a hole in the rock. He says, If the water can make a hole in the rock, the water is soft and the rock is hard. Tara, which is kosher. And my heart is soft. It can make a hole, it can get through it to me also. He goes and he learns Tara. Now, you have to be misbinding in that, that thought process. He made a couple of carbon, the tar can go in. So now he goes and learns. If his problem was that he held it, and the problem is because he said he's not so smart, so Rikiba didn't believe he could do it. Now he realizes a couple says he could do it. Okay, so he could do it, let's go do it. Rikiba's grappling with can I do it? He picks himself up and he does it. By now, if you haven't realized, I like to refer back to my, my years in yeshiva. I came to the yeshiva, so the the, the third year in the, in the high school. So in the 1970s, there weren't many uh, Balchuba yeshivas in America, like zero. In Kabbalah, there weren't any Balchuba yeshivas in Cleveland. There was a person who was Balchuba. The fellow must have been in his mid thirties. He was sitting in the he was sitting in the third shear of the high school shear. He became from and he wanted to learn Gomorrah. 
and he took off some time from you know from whatever his he left his job for a period of time and he came to Shiva. So where they put him and they put him in the shear, which made sense to him. So he was when I came, he was in the third third shear of high school. So he was. The average age in the shir was about 15, you know. This fellow was 35 years old, and he's sitting there every single day. He was sitting there with the other bachram, you know, learning Torah. Married, family, you know. That. I was in awe. Like, it's pretty embarrassing. Pretty uncomfortable, you know. Like, you know. I'm sure there were times that the bachram got it quicker than him. He didn't have any background. They had background, you know. They've been they guys, most, most of the bachram, you know. They came from the, the day schools. You know, they had background already, and he didn't have any background. You know, so he asked the camera, he asked a stupid question. Okay, then this John, he, he goes by. Tremendous divorce at last to do such a thing. Nurekiva sits, starting learning some some first time, he started without the base. There was a. I, I have a. A, 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 a rov that I asked my shilas to. He came to tell the shiva from Australia years before before me, and he came as an older bucker already with very little background. So they put him in, you know, the first year in the high school. At that point in time, there was a, a very very precocious young man. Who's now the Shiva of Riverdale Yeshiva, Romosbound, who was the same they were the same age. But he started learning, he started Mechina, the high school, I think he was seven when he started the high school. Not sure because uh, so by the time he was that age, he was ready the fourth he was the top fourth year of base matters. So they used to tease this this person, you know, like and our Yeshiva, the guys this age are in fourth year of base matters, not in not in the bottom year of high school. He persevered, and now he's he's, he's the first that I go to when I have a halacha shalom. That's who I call. But they chaperoned him. They teased him. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't can't say. But main the stamen in the shiva, Rebbe Yisro and Rebbe Yeshua, they used to tease Rebbe also. You know, Rebbe forty years old. You know, you know, like I'm old. You know, I'm, I'm you know I'm eight and I already know more than you. You know, like come on, come on. You know, you should him. The part of being shivbach is you tease people. Right? We have a gemara in the Marcus. They're coming out of the Kurdish, they're passing by the Kurdish Kadoshim, Rikiva with the, with the Chacham, are passing by the Kurdish Kadoshim. And they see a shul walking out of the base Kurdish Kadoshim. Somebody described to me, he went back to Europe to tell Zeshiva. So the building is still standing. It was used by the Nazis, and this was their custom. They did the same thing in, in the city of Gare, and they, they took the base matters and they made it a stable for for horses, for animals. So you come and you see the building. The building is empty, and you see the destruction. But you see the the, 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 the filth, the foul reek, and a person remembers what it looked like. The hundreds and hundreds of people sitting and learning Torah. The Gabriel Smedish was, was in Europe, before the war in Europe. The Gabriel Smedish, they're in the Yom the Rome, there was 10,000 people there. Somebody said he went back after the war. And it's empty. Not just empty, it's filthy. 
he sees the animals. They see a shul come out of the Kaddish Kedoshim. These are people who saw the the, 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 the Some of them was, they saw the Ba'is, the Ibanusa, they saw the Beis Mikdash. And they start crying. They're crying. They're, they're heart-rending sobs. And Rekiva starts to laugh. What are, you, what, are you, what are you laughing for? What are you crying for? So Mars says a whole question back and forth. Rekiva seems to have an interesting way of looking at the world. He's 40 years old and he has no problem going to base matters to learn. They're making fun of him. Gates and Nishdan. His yeshiva falls apart. He gets right. He sees the, the shulim walking out. of his and he has a cheshbon of the. How do he do it? What's the Rikiva's lesson to us? If we would want to describe, we want to describe what would be the mida that we would react. We would react to the situation of destruction. Overwhelming destruction. And it's a bit of huge. Despair. Huge. What's the opposite of huge? A Rebbe used to, one of our babies always say, it's Chazanish. Chazanish says that the, this is a, not a Muslim movie. This is a Chazanish and he says that the opposite of Yish is Tikva Tikva is hope I lose an item I have to get it back Yish is when I despair of getting it back so the opposite of Yish is Tikva and then the Chazanish explains that that's a continuum a person loses an Aveda so ninety five percent, he still hopes to get it back. He yeah, but time I get it back. He hopes to get it back, but you know, he understands back in line might not might not might not work. Mm-hmm. And eventually, uh, the, the as it takes some time, so the, the the hope gets less and less and less, and the despair gets greater and greater until it reaches a point that luckily is called Yish. That's the Chazanish describes Yish. So the opposite of Yish is Tikva. So we have a Rebekiva, the last mission Yuma. I'm Rebekiva, I'm Mikva Matars Atmeim, I'm a Kodesh Prok Matars Yisrael. Shenem Rebekiva Yisrael Hashem, Moshiach B'Yei Soro. Beautiful Pasek. Mikva Yisrael Hashem, the Tahara, the Mikva Yisrael is Hashem. All the problems, you look at the Pasek, Pasek in Yirmiya, you look at the Pasek, the Pasek, the translation of the Pasik, the Targum, Targum Anderson, Rashi. They don't know about this Gemara and Yuma. They says the hope of Mikvah Yisrael, the hope of Kla Yisrael is Hashem. Moshe he will save them Beisar. doesn't say the Tahara process of a Mikvah. It says the Tikvah, the hope of Kla Yisrael is Hashem. That's the Pasik. Why are people in the yayish? There's also my with the stipler. 
the person Shiva came to the stifle to discuss one of his Talmudim. Now, Talmudim says the time wasn't successful in Yeshiva, maybe it's time he should go out and move somewhere else and do something else, etc. etc. Stifle asked the Rashiva, is his Talmud able to read a Mishnah and understand the Mishnah? He said, yes. He says, what do you mean he's not successful in Yeshiva? What do you mean he's not successful? He can read a Mishnah, he can talk to a Mishnah, he can learn a Mishnah. Now, I would like to I like to I would like to promise you and inform you that the Taipur was a Tamakhum. And he knew that learning in Yeshiva meant more than just learning a Mishnah. So what does it mean that he answered the Yeshiva? What do you you're saying the Bach is not successful in Yeshiva? What do you mean he's not successful? He can learn a Mishnah. So the Stipler's definition of success in Yeshiva is learning a Mishnah. That's a pretty low bar. What, what was the stifler saying? <clears throat> when we have Yish, we have despair, because we feel we're not being successful. We have to ask ourselves, what's motivating us to have the title successful? What is this need to feel successful for? We have a society around us that says, oh, he's successful. Successful means he makes a lot of money. That's their definition. But why is that important? Why do you want to know that he's successful? What do you mean he's not successful? Well, who cares whether he's successful or not? I swear to he's successful. I feel good about myself because I'm successful. The root of that issue is because we don't value ourselves. And we're, when we're successful, we feel valuable. Because whatever definition of success, success which the society has given us, we feel good about ourselves because now we've reached that thing called success. Who defines success? And why do I care what, what, whether you define me as successful is because I don't value myself. But you have to feel valuable. So I get my value from outside of me. So Rekiva says, Narman says, What is this mitzvah? So it's a medrash betzim. Mention the medrash. The medrash is kenegalusachmer. Rukhain Vital says, same the Kisa Rizal, he says that Lusachman is the most important of the Sarasadibras. Because we know that the Mispera Esser is always a Mispera Karlo, so that's Karlo everything. And Kiva said, Karlo Bogotara, Dr. Mban, don't have Kina. How do you not have Kina? Revolver writes that the most challenging thing for a Bokhar in Yeshiva is Kina. Because in, in yeshiva, it's extremely difficult. Now, the way I say it over, I said that um, we have all the jokes about the Yiddish Mama. You know, the Yiddish Mama. My, you know, my son. The you know, my son. My son is God, God's gift to mankind. That's the Yiddish Mama, right? That's that's the version's antidote to kina. 
guy goes to yeshiva, comes home at night. So he sits in yeshiva, and there's one guy over that's you know, smarter than him. One guy has a quicker tefisa, another guy has a better zikaron, and one fellow's a bigger tzaddik, and he's a bigger balchesed, and he's a bigger. Betavin's better. Everybody's better than you in some way. So you feel shikol worn out at the end of the day. Like, you know, who am I? What am I? I'm, a, you know, I'm not so good compared to these people. You go home, and you must say, my yankula, there's nothing better than my yankula. No, well, he gets a chizuk, he feels good about himself, he's about yeshiva, the same thing. So what happens to you live in the dorm? So when do you run away from that feeling? When do you run away from that feeling that what are you? So the Pasuk says, Mishlei Rekavatzam is kinah. The withering of your atzmias is kinah. It, it destroys you from the inside. I feel like I'm a nothing. I can't love somebody else who's reminding me of my chesronis. I can't. It eats away at me. Is only possible when I'm very comfortable with myself. I feel very good about myself. I understand my value. So you know what? I'm happy you should value also. I don't have to define myself against you. But I have to define myself against everybody else. Every person kvetches into me how worthless I am. I'm going to hate that person. I'm not going to love him. Do you want to take the Midah? The Bershom comes, Chazal said the Bershom came to every person in Klai and spoke to him directly. The Deber came to him and says, I'm your God. I'm yours. I created you. If I created you, obviously you're valuable to me. I have expectations for you. I care about you. I want you to be successful. I don't measure you against anybody else. You come to the Yamadin all by yourself. Give the name Aaron, one person at a time. I'm not measuring you against anybody else. We have difficulty with that. A mother brings a, a second child home and she says, tells the child, you know, there's room in a mother's heart to love every child equally, no matter what. I don't, I don't have to measure you against anybody else. I love you for who you are, not, not against anybody else. Right, the kid says, right. My wife one time he says, you, you know, you want to get emotional to your mouth with that, to, you know, what the child feels. The mother said, what do you mean? I really love everybody. It's true. How does that true? The husband comes up one day. He says, you know, my wife, I love you dearly as much as I always did. And there's room in my heart for more. I have a second wife. And I love you dearly just as much as I always did before. Don't worry. Right. So that's exactly what the child feels like when the mother comes up again. I love you just as much as before. But is that true? Of course it's true. The mother, mother's love is not diminished. It just expands. The person's love for you is not diminished because he has love for somebody else. The person's belief in you isn't affected by the fact that there's somebody else in this world. You want to take you want to take that, that and internalize it? Don't define yourself by anybody else in the world. The person says, I created the whole world. Bishuli never island. Created the whole world just for you. You were worth it. That's what Chazal tells us. The Bereshit says. The Bereshit says, "I created the whole world just for you. Everything which is here was Kadai just for you." If you really feel that and you absorb that, there's almost achman. The definition of success is irrelevant. 
success is needed to convince you that you're worth something when you're worried about that you're worthless. I'm not worthless because I'm successful. The Kasha Mikor lesson. It's like basically the difference between him and Rukhaim. It says when, when Rukhaim would. They asked him what's the difference. He says, you know, when someone, someone would ask me a Kasha, I would, I would give him a Teretz. And he would have a Gashmak, he had a good Kasha. I would Gashmak, he had a good Teretz. He says, Rukhaim, they go to Rukhaim, I saw Rukhaim, he says, he shows him why the Kasha is not a Kasha. He says, there's no Hanok on the Kasha, no Hanok on the Teretz. There's no Kasha, no Teretz. Kushami Koralesa. The Rukhiva understood that Mikvah Yisrael Hashem, the Bershom is the hope. The hope is the understanding that I don't have to define myself by success. There's always what to do. If If I can say these words, Imagine there was the, the newspapers in the time of Rikiva, you know, right? So there'll be the reports of the Semina dying, and you'll have the opinion page of why, you know, why it happened. And of course, you know, obviously it has to do with the rabbi, it's the rabbi's fault, and the rabbi, he looks like a big sadic, but I'm going to stop, you know, Rikiva has these other concerns and problems, you know. Like, you know, and they, you know, it's, it's, we're happy that finally this, you know, yeshiva closed down, you know, there's another opinion about that, etc. He didn't read the newspaper. He didn't define himself by anybody else. He says, "Yeah, they talk about. They talk. They walk into the show. <laughs> I know who, what, what, why, what happens. And the rabbi obviously had, you know, must be. Who knows what these talmidim were like? I mean, they all dying like this. Nobody else is dying. Who's dying? Who's them? You can you imagine what type of rabbi he is? And he keeps didn't define himself by anybody else. If he keep understood, for whatever reason, the brush had a cheshbon." Destruction is not the end. Destruction is the source for rebuilding. Morel says that the Rekiva saw that you put, you take a seed, take this little seed, you put it in the ground. Out comes this enormous tree. You know, the redwood start with a little seed. Do you know what happens? You put the seed in the ground, it decomposes. You can't take out all of the strength and the power which is there until it decomposes. We don't know what the rule will be like without Rekiva's star, and we mourn that. <coughs> but Rekiva understood that the destruction of the Mikdash, the shoiling, the, the, the rock bottom is not the end. That just means that whatever was bad is being pulled out, and we can rebuild in a more, more pure way. So the morale is Mazda the Gemara over there, then the Makas. The Pastor says, two eight in them on it. By Srishan, by Shainis, Kharya, Uriya. They understood that, that, that re, rebuilding the, the Yisurim is necessary. It pulls out the Kisrainus in the person, it pulls out the impurities. There's always tikva. The process of tahara requires that, the, yes, but not to give up. Not to define yourself outside of yourself by quote unquote success. I mean, I, you know, I had yeshiva 20,000 men. Look how successful I am. If that was what kept, get, made Rikiva go, he'd be crushed. Rikiva says, My value is the Russian made me. 
My value is the person made me, he believes in me. My value is the person made me, he believes in me. He has, he has expectations of me. It's not up to me to accomplish. Famous Mimer from Yisrael Salanter, he said, Midafton, you have to do. Inish Nachton, don't imitate. You have to do your own thing. Midafton, Inish Upton, you have to do and not try to get it done with. Midafton, Inish Oifton, you have to do and not accomplish. It's not about accomplishing, it's about doing. Accomplishing the person's business. The person has a superness. I had this aura just, I think it's a soul now for Pesach. I have this very geschmack uh, of a week before Pesach, sitting in Pesach and learning without Baruch Hashem. Nobody had my phone number in America, so I was able to sit and learn without any... Uh... And I was thinking about this, people sitting in this Pesach Medrash, listening to them learn. Some of them are obviously quite accomplished. And some of them, I, some of them I'm sure, have shiurim and hamidim, etc. Some of them don't. Some put it on a safer. Some, some of them we'll never know about. They don't put it on a safer. They don't have any talmidim. He's sitting with his kavrus and he's learning. He never gets the fame and the glory. Is he less of a talmachacham than anybody else? No. Why? If he defines himself by what other people define him, he's going to keep crushing. I want the, the recognition and the definition of success, etc. Personal finds out, I'm learning the Russian terror. It's me and the Kurdish Baruch in the Gemara. That's it. Who gets more scar in Elam Haba? I don't know. Maybe he gets more scar. Because it's not easy. It's, easy. It's, it's, it's easier to do it with the fame and the glory. It gives you the energy to go weiter. Where do you get the energy to go weiter when nobody could care less whether you whether you walk the face of this earth or not? It's just in you and a Kodesh Baruch Maybe that's more valuable. I'm just watching these people sitting and learning. People older than me. Uh, and some of them, I, 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 can't, I don't know for a fact, but they look like, yeah, they sit and learn. That's what they do with their life. When they do with their life, they sit and learn. Is that what? It's not about accomplishing. It's not about what safer I published, and what yeshiva I built, and, what, and, what, and how many people know about my name. It's about learning the Russian Torah. Rekhima says it's not about my yeshiva was big or was small, etc. It's about the Russian gave me the opportunity to teach Torah. I'm going to do that. That's it. Five Talmidim? When a person is comfortable with who he is, he knows intrinsically his value. He knows the Russian created him. To the point where he can forgive the rest of the veld. I don't need to define myself by anybody else. I really don't care how they define me. It's unimportant. I'm happy for you. You should also be successful. I understand that. That I understand That I understand that the shulim boy That means adam nemanim. There's going to be a Mashiach. This is the structure of yeshiva. I can build a yeshiva. And that yeshiva, and that ability to believe in his value and not be discouraged and to define himself between him and the Kodesh Baruch Hu is why we have Torah this day. Why we have Ashas today. Why we have Zayar today. Because Rekiva understood his intrinsic value in the eyes of a Kodesh Baruch Hu.